0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk Coops podcast. I am your host, Devin Johnson, with my other host. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Um, today, we're going to be talking about All Star reserves. We're going to be talking about um, are the Jazz serious contenders in our opinions? <clears throat> Who would try and make a move for Kyle Lowry? And our top fifteen players in the league as of right now, in our opinions. So please don't come for our heads. It's opinion-based. Yes, sir.
1: And the all-star reserves and starters in general are very
0: tough this year. So, and, and by the way, we are going off of position from NBA.com. Yes. So, like, say, like, a player like Jalen Brown, NBA.com has him as a guard. Yes. So, he's going to take one of the three guard reserves instead of one of the four forwards.
1: Well, yeah, I had him on my starters, but, yeah. He is his primary yeah. position on the NBA app is listed as shooting guard. So
0: that is what we're going off of. All right. Let's go ahead. We're gonna start with the East. Okay. For my first bench player in the East, we're gonna do our three backcourt first. Okay. For my first bench player, I'm gonna have uh Kyrie Irving. He's averaging about twenty-eight this year. Um obviously their team isn't doing very well. But at the same time, um, they are still a, a positive team, and he is a big factor to the team. Um, they need to figure something out before the trade deadline with their defense, but his individual play is making the spot for me.
1: Um, so for my first
0: backcourt player on the
1: bench, I've got Trey Young. Uh, we've talked about him a little bit. He started off rocky from an efficiency standpoint but his playmaking to me has taken a step and he's started to get it together with the scoring and the efficiency and that kind of stuff the Hawks I don't know if you would say they've been underwhelming they started off kind of rocky but they look like they've gotten things
0: together but Trey Young's my first guy my second guy is James Harden he's leading the league in assists averaging about 24 a game this man is taking such a big step. Um some people say backwards. I'm saying forwards cuz he's improved um as a passer, which is kind of crazy to say cuz he's always been a good playmaker, but he's extremely improved. He's doing what it takes to win basketball more than just play how he was in Houston. He just looks a lot happier out there. He looks a lot more smooth out there. And um obviously not one of the greater defenders. He's become a he's become a, a decent defender. Um, above average, I would say. Um, but he's still not up there, um, defensively. But I think he definitely deserves an all star spot.
1: I have Harden as well. I think that he's been great. Um, I agree with you. I think he's taken a step forward in that, like in Houston, he was just asked to backpack, he was asked to dribble the ball and ISO heavy sets every time down the court. He had, like, I think. In 2016, 2017, I know Westbrook had the highest usage rate in NBA history, but I think he was like top five, and that's how it was for the majority of his time in Houston playing under D'Antoni. Um, I think that since he's got to Brooklyn, he basically is a point guard. He's been pretty efficient, and he looks he looks more complete. And they need defense, but as an individual, he's not a bad defender, especially when he puts forth the effort. So,
0: yeah. Um, for my, uh, last backcourt spot, I have Jalen Brown. Um, the man is averaging like 20 at a game almost. He's just incredibly efficient this year. He's like, uh, Nathan said last year, him and Jason Tatum are like 1A, 1B right now. I, I personally would put him at 1A because he's just obviously been the better player this year, this season, even though Jason Tatum, um, has been out for COVID reasons and stuff like that. Mm. But, yeah, I definitely – he needs to make an all-star appearance. Um, Nathan had him in the starting lineup. But I couldn't uh, put him over Trey and Bradley. So
1: I saw today that, like, Bradley Beal's number one in the East, right?
0: Yes, he is. So, yeah, he
1: deserves it. He got snubbed last year, but he is playing unbelievable. But um, for my last spot – in the East backcourt, I have Zach Levine. Um, he's averaging 28-5-5. Five and five. The Bulls look respectable to a point. Um, I didn't put Kyrie. The big difference between Kyrie and Levine for me is Kyrie has been out. He was out for a while, and I think that matters, especially when Zach Levine is playing the way that he has been. Um, I saw something today that he has the second most 45-point games in Bulls history behind Michael Jordan. And I just think he's been really good this year. And it was so tough because I feel like there's so many people in both conferences that deserve it this year. But I ultimately went will it
0: mean. All right. For my first front court player in the East, I have Jason Tatum. Man's is hooping. Um, he's averaging around the same uh, for Jalen Brown, even though he's missed some time. I don't think he's missed enough time to not be considered an all-star even with the games in a month still if he starts missing a couple more games then he might not be uh, available but as of right now I think he's definitely an all-star
1: I have Jason Tatum as well kind of I don't really have much more to add with that one he's been really well he's been really good sorry Um, he's been playing really well he missed some time
0: but he
1: looks really good so
0: okay with my second bench player For the East, I have DeMontis Sabonis. He has been phenomenal for his team. Um, The Pacers are starting to kind of fall a little bit down the rankings. They've been losing a couple games. They were, like, down by 30 to the Nets the other night. But anyway, it goes. uh, Sabonis is still doing his thing. Um, He was an all-star last year. I definitely think he deserves to be there again.
1: I have some bonus as well. I agree with you. He's been really, really good. He honestly looks a little better at times this year than he did last year. Um, And like you said, the Pacers are kind of rocky, but I I ultimately think they'll make the playoffs.
0: Um, For my third front court player, I have Bam Adebayo. Has taken a huge leap from last year. Um, He's putting up great numbers. Um, I know they're not winning. Um, as much as they should be. But I still think his individual play will make him an all-star.
1: I agree. I think Bam's taken a big step in his offensive game specifically. And the Heat are starting to turn it around. Uh, they were absolutely ravaged by the COVID protocols and
0: Hero's been hurt. And, but I have Bam as well. And for my final spot, it's really hard because I have like a list of three players. I'm going to give like two honorable mentions, three honorable mentions. Julius Randle has been playing great. Gord Hayward has been playing great. Jeremy Grant has been playing great. But I think um, at the end of the day, they're going to factor in winning. So it's probably going to be um, Chris Middleton for my final spot. Um, Mans is, he's He's been hooping. He's been playing really good this year. Um, I think he's part of the 50-40-90 club right now. And that's just something that's very rare to come along across. A lot of people just don't think of Chris Middleton when they think of like NBA All-Star players because there's nothing like super five street out of game. But he goes out there and he 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 gets you a bucket. And he's becoming a a lot better of a playmaker.
1: Yeah, he's averaging almost 7 assists a game or 6.2. But yeah. So for me, my honorable mentions are Gordon Hayward, uh Jeremy Grant and um Chris Middleton. But I ultimately went with Julius Randle because I think the Knicks are exceeding expectations, and Randle has just been awesome this year. There are so many guys that you could say should make it, Um, and I I don't think that people would really have a problem with it. But, unfortunately, there's not enough spots. Randle's averaging 22, 11, and 6. And I I just think with how much the Knicks have exceeded expectations,
0: I I just – I went with Randle, but I wasn't really – in love with it. Also, another honorable mention for the backcourts is Malcolm Brogdon. He has been hooping. Amazing. He's been he's been amazing this year for them. He's probably their best player, in my opinion, on the uh, Pacers. But I couldn't put him over the two guards in Brooklyn, and I couldn't put him over Jalen Brown. No, I couldn't either.
1: But him and Sabonis have probably been the best player on the Pacers.
0: Yeah. Um so now we go to our western backup uh lineups or bench. Um backcourt. My first bench player is Paul George. Does he count actually does he count no no no? He counts as a I'm front a, court. My bad. Yeah,
1: he's a forward. I I was checking on
0: that earlier. My bad. Uh Luca. I got Luca as the first uh bench player. For the West, Um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I put Damian Lillard in the starting lineup with Curry because their team's winning more games. He's playing great. Luca just came out and said he should never uh, be even considered an MVP talks this year because of the way his team's playing. Um, I love that about Luca that he's like putting it on his back, saying that like he shouldn't get these um, award talks if he's not winning games which I I agree at that level. That's why I didn't have him really in the MVP talks when we talked about it the first episode. But, yeah, I definitely think he's an all-star, to say the least.
1: Yeah, I have Luca as well. Um, The Mavs look to be gaining some sort of traction, but I like that we have a guy, a superstar, who's like Giannis and that all he cares about is winning. Um, and he holds himself accountable, but I think the Mavs are going to continue to get it together. I think they're a team that probably needs to make some changes come the trade deadline. But yeah, you can't not have Luka on the All Star team, in my opinion.
0: For my second player, I have Donovan Mitchell. Dude has been playing really good recently. Um, their team is the best team in the NBA record-wise. Um, you might might make an argument for the. Starting lineup over, like, Damian, but I don't think he's uh, having a better season than Damian Lillard, and Damian's carrying games right now without CJ, half um, while and of Nurkic, I just don't think he could hit the starting lineup over those two, NBA might say otherwise, but he's definitely an all-star this year, for sure.
1: I have Donovan Mitchell as well. He's a step down statistically from Luka, Curry, and Dame, but because the Jazz have been so good, I think that that is why. If he is a starter, that's why he would be. But he's been really good this year. I'm rooting for him, especially after Shaq made those comments and continues to make those comments, even though he just dropped 36 on the Celtics. But, um, yeah, the Jazz, who we will talk about in a little bit, have been really good this year. Um, I, I don't think there's any way you could leave Donovan Mitchell off.
0: Um, for my third and final backcourt spot, honorable mention, real quick, Chris Paul has been playing pretty good. Um, John Morant, he's been carrying the buck. not the bucks. One of my things. The Grizzlies to a playoff spot as of right now. I think they're like what eighth seed in the West. Or have they fallen?
1: The Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure.
0: They are. They are the ninth seed. Yeah, but, I know it's
1: really budged up.
0: Yeah, they're ninth seed right now. Um, but he's he's doing all he can for that team. He come back from injury. He wasn't gone long, so I don't think that will take him out of conversation for the All Star game. I wouldn't be surprised if he was an All Star, but um. For my final spot, I do have Devin Booker, just because they are fourth in the East. He's still averaging about twenty six a game, and uh, he's—it's it, just about that simple. They're a winning team. He's hooping. I think he deserves a spot for sure.
1: Yeah, for this one, I—I I didn't. I don't know if I really even considered anybody else other than Devin Booker. Um, I think that. Like you said, he's been really good, but they're winning now, so he's getting more recognition for it, and that's just kind of how it goes. So I have Devin Booker as well. Um, so we're on to the front court now. Yeah. Do, do my, you, you want to go first?
0: Yeah. For my first front court player, I'll take Paul George. At the beginning of the season, he was an MVP talks. He was. Um, uh, dude's just been playing great, efficient basketball, which is something – that we've been wanting to see out of him. I think he could even take a step higher. Like he's not at where he was for his MVP season, but he's, he's getting up there. Um, I just, he, he's obviously an all-star for sure.
1: Yeah. I have
0: Paul George as well.
1: You can honestly even make the argument that he should start over Kawhi, but I have him coming off the bench. I just want to see him do it in the playoffs because we know what he's capable of in the regular season, but I have Paul George as well.
0: My second spot, I got Anthony Davis. Even though he's missing time, I think he'll play enough games to qualify. Do you think so? I think so. Yeah, I think he'll have enough games to qualify for the All-Star game. Um, Dude's just been playing really well. Um, We all know what Anthony Davis is about. And surprisingly, the Lakers are playing really good without him right now. They're like 4-1 without him. But like three of those games have gone to overtime. (laughs) One of them double overtime against the Pistons. But... They could, they definitely need his presence there because those games wouldn't be going overtime if he was there.
1: I know, and they uh they just beat OKC last night barely. They she, were down without like
0: Shea.
1: I know, Shea um, is
0: also an honorable mention about All Star by the way. This team's just losing games. Well, he doesn't deserve a spot over D-book Donovan Donovan.
1: No, he doesn't. It's just been too tough this year. I have Anthony Davis as well. I think that he, I, he's still Anthony Davis, and while he hasn't looked as great as we know he can be, I still think he's looked good enough to be an all-star, but he needs to be more aggressive. He's averaging, like, I think the least amount of rebounds he's ever averaged. So I want to see more from him, but I still think he's an all-star.
0: Um, for My third spot, I'm going to go ahead and put Brandon Ingram in there. Um, Brandon Ingram just brings that all-around talent. Uh, the Pelicans are starting to pick it up. Lonzo through his last five games has been averaging almost 19 points, which is beautiful to see. Um, and they're just playing great basketball. They're on a nice little winning streak right now, four games or five. He's averaging 24, five and six. Uh not five and six, five and five almost. And he's just he's carrying them offensively.
1: Yeah, I considered Brandon Ingram. Um, It's tough. Uh, For my third spot, I've got DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's been averaging almost seven assists a game this year, and the Spurs, I feel like, have exceeded expectations. And I I just think he's playing really well, and he's playing much more all-around than we've ever seen him play. And so I've got DeMar DeRozan.
0: Hmm. Um, De- De- DeMar Rosen is one of my uh, honorable mentions for sure. He I almost has, left him off. <laughs> yeah, he's he's playing really good. He's just he's making that he's become a playmaker too, which you love to see. Um but my, for my final spot I have Zion Williamson. Also, uh dude's averaging point one more than Brandon Ingram, so he's really carrying it offensively. Seven rebounds, three assists. Um this is more of like a fan voting thing, too. Like, everybody loves Zion. Um, he, he was like one of the more hyped up players uh, coming into the league. And surprisingly, he's not really as high as I thought he would be on the front court voting. He's sixth for fan votes, but. I felt like um, he had higher. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Wiggins is seven, so who really cares uh, about fan votes?
1: Caruso is 10th <laughs> for guards.
0: Yeah, let's not talk about it. Fan votes just be really. Blowing my mind. I'm shocked Lamello is not top 10 in the East guards, but. Um, so, oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, are you done? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Zion Z- just takes that final all-star spot for me. If so, I don't even honor to mention, I'll say it.
1: For me, this last spot came down to three. Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Rudy Gobert. Um, I ultimately am going to go with Zion. I think that he's taken a step up this year. Um, it's really tough. It's really tough. I, I actually had Gobert, and then after thinking about it, I just I wanted to go with Zion because the Pelicans are starting to pick it up, and he's, he is starting to show. He did last year, but he's really showing flashes of this superstar that we know he can be. Um, it's tough, but I have him over Ingram.
0: Yeah, um, Rudy Gobert definitely um, might make the All Star game just because the Utah Jazz are twenty and five. Yeah, I know. But is his numbers All Star worthy compared to the other guys? I don't yes. think so. But
1: that
0: uh, compared to the other guys, right? I don't. But he does have All Star numbers. Don't get it wrong. He's actually doing very well this year offensively too. But I just don't think that he should make it over the other guys I mentioned, unless we're just Favorite team winning, then probably.
1: That's I had Gobert just because of how well the Jazz have been playing. But then I thought about it, and Ingram and Zion, I think, are just playing better than him right now. And if yeah. you look at it, the stats say it too. Yeah.
0: Plus, uh, De- Demar Derozan.
1: Right. He Demar Derozan's been playing really well this year. Yeah.
0: Um. That's it for our All Star reserve. Um, you can throw in any of the honorable mentions I mentioned. We might even be forgetting a player. Um, it's just opinions at this point, just like our top 15 player. It's just going to be a based opinion, you know. Um, but now we go on to talk about the Jazz. I'll start off with, are these guys real contenders? I I believe so. Because Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs last year was phenomenal. The only reason he didn't make it past the first round is because he had to go against the Nuggets with a Jamal Murray that just was bubble MVP worthy at that point. Like, he was just playing phenomenal in the bubble. Um, Phenomenal in the first round of the playoffs last year. Donovan Mitchell has proven since he's coming into the league that he can be a good playoff player. As they took up uh, the Thunder in one year, I think two years actually, but –
1: yeah i just yeah, yeah go ahead. i'm sorry i'm sorry um i'm so bad about interrupting people but um you guys will see that over time but i agree i i don't know like i think that calling a team a contender i think that it's a really loose definition because like it really depends on what you consider to be contenders and what i consider to be contenders is like Does this team have a chance, even if it's a small chance, to make the finals? That's kind of what I consider a contender to be. What what, what do you consider, like, a contender, like a true contender? To win it all. To win
0: it all. Who do I think can win it all? Who is a contender to, like, actually win? Right. I I think that's what uh, the definition of, like, contending really means, in my opinion. Well, yeah. I think they're true contenders for sure.
1: Because I think if the Jazz made the finals, they would have a chance. And honestly speaking, I think that I think that they would be more likely to beat the Eastern Conference champions. More, I think they have a better chance of doing that than beating the Lakers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think they're true contenders as well, because defensively, they are a really good team. Bogey is finally picking it up and being that, the scored that they clearly missed at times in the bubble. Because Donovan Mitchell in game one against the Nuggets had 57 and they lost. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the guys were really streaky. And if Conley can, t- can continue to be this consistent, Go Bears looked better at times scoring the ball. Bogey has been huge for them. I absolutely think they're true contenders. Do I think that they're going to make the finals? No. But I think that they can.
0: Yeah. Um that's our opinion on the Bucks. Oh, not the Bucks, the 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 Jazz.
1: What is up with you and the Bucks today?
0: I don't know. I'm I'm kinda watching this Bucks game to the side. Or oh, I'm not watching the Bucks game. What am I thinking? I'm looking at the Rankings of the Bucks They're second. I'm just been looking at this screen trying to think about stuff. I am just I'm out of it. Anyway. On to our next segment, which was Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry, yes, who would buy for Kyle Lowry? You go ahead and give your opinion on this,
1: so I think it's really interesting because like these have these rumors have really picked up over what like the past week, yeah. and they, they seem to be like really like it almost seems inevitable that he's going to get traded, um, yeah, and my first thought is why well, I mean, I understand why part of me kind of just wants me to see wants me wants to see him retire as a Raptor, but Mm -hmm. he's on an expiring contract and the Raptors kind of have their nucleus of Siakam, Van Vliet, Boucher, OG, even like Terrence Davis kind of set, I think. And so I think that if you can get something for Lowry, and if they wa- if they are going to trade him, that tells me that they think he's going to leave in free agency anyways because I want Lowry to be on the contender. Um, it's, it'll just be really weird if he gets traded to not see him on the Raptors.
0: Yeah, um, Kyle Lowry is one of those players I could see just retiring as a Raptor. I don't think they'll deal Kyle Lowry. Um, I just thought we'd bring it up to see if he were to be dealed who we think could possibly right. really just put their hand in there for him. Um, the first team I thought about was the Heat because they need that, like, gritty point guard. I personally, as a Heat fan, don't like Kyle Lowry, but I think he would help us win games. He is a great player. Um, they're about to lose to the Celtics right now, but he's got 24 and 6 doing Kyle Lowry, all-star type of things. Um, he's one of those players you'd love to have on your team. Uh, just a gritty defender. Um, Passes the ball around really well. I just, I, um, another team I can see possibly trying to make a move for him is the Sixers. Uh, trying to move Ben Simmons back to like a small forward type of role, have like a point guard that can like score threes right. a lot better. Yes, I would like that. Um, yeah, um, just have that Ben Simmons at like that power forward kind of. Playmaker spot where he can like still bring the ball up, but he's down there on the block like he usually is. Um, another team that I've kind of thought about is the Celtics because Kemba's not been playing well, but Kemba um, still has like value. I'd say to him enough to where I think they could probably tra- trade uh, for Kyle Lowry, including Kemba. I think the Celtics would be great if they traded for Kyle Lowry. Having him and Marcus Smart be your backcourt, it's just – that sounds great to me.
1: That backcourt defense would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, Um, for sure. So I've got kind of three teams written down that I think would be good for Kyle Lowry. Um, I've got the Heat, the 76ers, and the Clippers. Uh, The Heat, Hmm. like you said, I don't know – I think it's really interesting because I don't know what Kyle Lowry's trade value is. Like, I I don't know. Kind of like Kemba too. Like what is his trade value? You know, I don't know, but I think the heat have young players, if that's what he's worth. And they have a combination of young players and contracts that'll match salaries like Olenek, Iguodala. I know Myers Leonard is hurt, but guys like that, So I think that they have the assets to get him, and I think that they could just use the offense. And I also think that he would make them play more as a team. Goran Dragic is great, but I think that for a championship team, Goran is best suited as a sixth man.
0: Yeah, that's where he was (laughs) all season last year until he hit the starting lineup as soon as the playoffs started, which he he played phenomenal. He averaged 24 as a starter during the playoffs. I just – I I really wish he never got hurt because I just really would have loved to see what what that series could have looked like because everybody says that he just didn't have a chance. I personally think they kind of did kind of have a chance if everybody was healthy. I think we still would have lost in six or seven. We lost in six, but I think we would have put up a better fight. Goran Dragic didn't playing in game six, but he was still he, hurt. Yeah, you know? he wasn't um, himself at all. Bam wasn't himself after that shoulder injury against the Celtics. Um, it's just –
1: I I think that, like, there were some games that were complete blowouts, but I think that I agree. I think that it could have gone seven if they would have been fully healthy. So,
0: um,
1: and then the 76ers, you hit it on the head as well. get as much shooting as you possibly can. If you did that, you could have a starting lineup of Lowry. Do they start Seth Curry? They do, right? Okay. So, you'd have Lowry, Seth Curry, I don't know what you'd have to give up to get them, but you'd have Lowry, Seth Curry, Harris, Simmons, and Embiid. I like the sound of that a lot because every single one of those guys, other than Simmons, of course, is a good shooter for their position. And I just think that that would be really good. And then the Clippers, they clearly, to me, need a point guard. I think that he has chemistry with Serge Ibaka and Kawhi, and I think that he would be the perfect kind of -of jack-of-all-trade point guards that could really flow the offense for the Clippers.
0: Yeah, for um the Sixers, I could see them giving up like Dwight and um. Shane and Milton pick, or something something a like protected
1: that. pick or something. Yeah. Do you sure. think that they'd throw in Thibault? I don't think. I think they 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 seem for, to value Thibault. Yeah,
0: I think they would. I think they would for yeah, Kyle Lowry. And if they could keep Shane right. I would well, throw in Thibault. But I don't think they those shake and Thibault. for
1: Harden. You know? What was it? Like it was Simmons. They offered Simmons and Thibault, and the Rockets wanted Simmons, Thibault, and Maxi, and, and, and like, like three or four picks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think the Sixers were smart for not uh, accepting that, in my opinion, because they've still been playing yeah, really I don't well. I disagree. That, but okay, that's a lot. <laughs> I think the
1: Rockets should have ex- – yeah. I still think the Rockets should have accepted the Simmons, Thibel, and all those picks over the trade they did, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I, those are the three teams that I have in mind, although the Celtics would be nice.
0: But all in all, I think he'll probably end up staying a Raptor. Um, I, I couldn't see him in a different jersey, but he possibly could. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I just couldn't imagine him in a different jersey, so I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because the trade deadline is in like a month and a half, so we will definitely be covering all that.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you want to get into these topics? I guess so. I guess so.
1: So this is the last thing we've got, so we're going to do like a rankings thing every week whether it be power rankings by conference or overall or players it's just something that's fun i think and it creates conversation everybody's got different opinions so uh this is something that i know that we're both excited to do so we're like devin said we're going to do the top 15 players in the nba
0: yeah okay um Vermont. You want to go for yeah, the back? Or,
1: no. I don't know. What do you want to do?
0: The back go from fifteen
1: back to, to, to one. one. Um yeah. You go okay, ahead and give so your So this was I had a really hard time with this. And I factored in this season some in this list, but not totally in that, like, you know uh my my at number fifteen I've got Jason Tatum. Um I think that you know, this year he missed some time, but I still think, you know, we know what he is, we know what potential he has, but there have been many guys above him that have really boosted their ranking. So um I, I have Jason Tatum at fifteen.
0: I as well have Jason Tatum at fifteen. Um I don't think I could put him any higher. Either. I can't think of a player that goes over him. Right. Yeah, go ahead with your
1: own. So at 14, this is a guy, uh, I have Paul George. Uh, This was a guy that people thought was a top 10 player after his MVP, his top three finish in OKC. I personally didn't think he was top 10. Well, yeah, I did. I thought he was at the end of the top 10. But I think, like I said, there are so many guys that have shot up this list that this is where I felt he should be ranked. He's having a really good year this year in the regular season, but I really want to see him do it in the playoffs, and if he does that, then he will be much higher on this list.
0: Yeah, for mine, I have um, Kyrie, not Kyrie, um, I have Bradley Beal at number 14, um, leading the league in scoring. Um, He obviously should be higher in some parts, uh, in a lot of other people's opinion, but when we talk about the overall game, um, he's really just bringing scoring. Like he's not averaging a lot of rebounds, assists, or anything like that. Like, um, I you could flip flop mine now and my next because I kind of just stuttered it out. But, um, yeah, I got Bradley Beal at number. So,
1: uh, th- this was all really hard. These like these first few, I really think they're all bunched together. Um, at number thirteen, I've got. Uh, I okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Jimmy Butler here at thirteen. Um, that's what I had originally, but I thought about flip flopping him with somebody else. But um, he missed some time this year and kind of looked slowish at times. But we also have to remember they had what a two and a half month layoff. In them and in the Lakers for making the finals. Mm-hmm. I think he's awesome. I think that he's really good. Um, I think that there's a very good chance he moves up on this list and I expect him to be at his best during the playoffs. He's in my opinion, a much better all around player than people give him credit for. He can rebound, he can pass, he can run an offense. He can guard the other team's best player. Um, I I just, I really like Jimmy Butler. Yeah.
0: um, You're at 13, right? I have Kyrie Irving. Um, like we've talked about earlier with his all star reserve, he's averaging twenty seven a game. Um he's been playing great efficiently. Um their team just not doing as good as they should be. I think he's a top fifteen player in my opinion. Um some might put him top ten. I don't think about I don't know about that. But I have Kyrie at number thirteen.
1: Uh, I've got Bradley Beal at number twelve. Um I as I just said, had really thought about flipping him and Jimmy. But he is averaging 35 a game, and that's just something that, you know, uh, kind of separated it from me, but I think it's really close. Um, I wish that he was on a good team, but I guess his agent came out today and said, you know, he's insistent on staying and that he's not even available on the trade market. But hopefully, I would like to see the Wizards make a run at it, but I don't know if they will because their
0: defense is not very good.
1: But I have Bradley Beal at number 12.
0: Um, at number 12, I have Paul George, um, of great efficiency, um, playing very well. He's just that offense, defensive player everybody would love to have on their team. And I think he deserves that spot over the others.
1: Ugh, this, these lists are tough now with like in the past year, Beal and Jimmy going up, George, Paul George took that next step a couple years ago. These lists are hard. <laughs> um, So this next group of players, these next four were really hard for me to rank as well. Um, At number 11, but I think that starting for me at this number 11, I have these guys a tier above the 12th or 15th. At number 11, I have Damian Lillard. Um, I thought about putting him higher. Uh, I thought long and hard about it actually, but he's been playing really well, even without CJ and Nurkic. But Um, I just felt like I was putting him here based on how the guys a couple spots above him are playing this year, but he's great, and that's who I have at number 11.
0: Oh, my number 11 I have, Jimmy Butler. Um, Just because I feel like he's, through his last couple games, he's been playing amazing. Um, He's having a good game right now against the Rockets. Um, He's just He's a great defender. He's starting to put his scoring together, uh, putting his playmaking together. I think he should definitely be. What is this, 11? We're or 10? at 11. Yeah, I think he's definitely top 15 for sure. Um, I, you could argue before the season he was yes, top 10, can. but he's just not played much this season. So I have to put him up. Yeah, at I thought
1: about putting Jimmy higher. Um, at number 10, so we're in the top 10 now. At number 10. Um, I used to think he was the best center in the league, but I have changed my mind. I don't know. I flip-flop so much. But at number 10, I have Joel Embiid. Um, he's been great this year. MVP conversation. He's been great on both sides of the ball. But honestly, I'm not even going to say he's not the best center in the NBA. For me, I, I really think it's him and Jokic are like 1A and 1B. You could pick either or. But that's who I have at number 10.
0: At number 10, I have Damian Lillard. Uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, He's just doing so good for his team with the injuries they have, still carrying them up to a top six seed in the West, a very powerful uh, Western Conference. He's been very clutch this year for them, just doing what it takes to win at this point in his career. And I just love that coming from him. He's not just – doing all this stuff just to score, look good, try and make an all-star game. He's actually trying to win and compete. And I think once CJ gets back, they'll rise up even a little bit more because CJ was playing really good before the before he took out an injury. But, yeah, I got Damian Lillard. I'm, he's one of two. those guys
1: that I just really want to see win a ring before he retires. Um, But at number nine, I've got Nikola Jokic. He has been absolutely fantastic this year. I mean, a fantastic. Um, uh, he's just one of those guys that literally I feel like every single time the Nuggets are on offense, he touches the ball and it runs through him. Um, he's having a great year this year, and he is an MVP conversation as well. Um, so I have him at nine, but honestly, for me, Jokic and Embiid are pretty interchangeable. I really can't decide. I constantly flip-flop with it. So that's who I have at number nine. Or, yeah, number nine.
0: At number nine, I have Joel Embiid. Um, he's just been great this year for the 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 Sixers. He's, in my opinion, top two MVP rating rate in the uh, race right now. And I think he's. I don't think he's the best center in the league over Jokic. I personally would take Jokic over him, even though this year Joel Embiid t- played better than Jokic just by a little bit
1: but I have him at number nine. I've had struggles at times. He's been absolutely fantastic, almost a 30-point triple-double on the year. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see that he just has a passion for winning, and that's all he wants to do. He doesn't care about the accolades. And he's one of my, if not my favorite player in the league. I have his jersey. Um, I love Luka, and I have him at number eight. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say I made a whoopsie. I I don't know how, but Luca just somehow did not appear in this list. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna back okay. up Jason Tatum out of the list, and I'm gonna throw um, everything you've heard so far. Just push that back a spot.
1: Yeah. Um, so run through your list number
0: again. Eight. So or okay, at number fifteen, I'll have Bradley Beal. 14, I have Kyrie. 13, I'll have Paul George. 12, I have Jimmy Butler. 11, I have Damian Lillard. Wait, wait, wait. 15, 14, 13, Yeah, 11, I have Damian Lillard. 10, I'll have um, Joel Embiid. Nine, I'm going to put Nikola Jokic there. Um, talk about him a little bit. He's he's uh, the best center in the league, in my opinion. Um, he's playing great. At the beginning of the year, he was averaging a triple-double almost. And now he's almost averaging a triple-double still. Um, he's doing what it takes to win basketball. His like last like five games or something, he's averaging almost forty, which is insane to think of for Nikola Jokic because you've never thought about him as like a primary scorer, but he's starting to become one. With uh, Jamal Murray's lack of play, and I definitely think he'd. Uh, and then
1: you said you've got Luka at eight. Oh, okay, so no, I've I got don't Luka have Luca eight. At eight. Who, who do you have at
0: eight? You have Luca eight. Oh I have James Harden at eight. Um yeah, he's fallen a little I bit this year that. for sure. Um yeah. I don't I don't think not he's playing year, better no. than Luca in my opinion. Um not this year. I'm this is just strictly off this year and how things are playing. Um we all know James Harden could be leading the league in um points if he wanted to. Um, if he stayed in Houston, he definitely would be. I mean, honestly, he could do it in Brooklyn if he really wanted to, but he's deciding to leave the league and assist instead and try and win more than uh, try and just uh, score a lot because he's already been there, done that.
1: Okay, so at number seven, I have Anthony Davis. He's been kind of disappointing this year. We kind of talked about him earlier, but I still think he's a top-ten player. Um, He's a superstar. Um, That's all I really have to say about him.
0: Um, yeah, at number seven, I also have Anthony Davis. Um, uh, little, he's not playing as aggressive as he's always played in his career. I don't know if it's because he's still tired from the bubble run. Um, not LeBron doesn't look bit. tired a bit. He, I mean, he does now because of the four overtimes he's had to play in the last three games. But, um, so yeah, at number I got six, I've got a guy that has well. kind
1: of fallen a little bit. As far as what we are used to, we talked about him a little bit, but I, I have Harden. Um, you kind of hit it all on the head for me, but that's who I've got at number six.
0: And number <sighs> six, I have Luca. Um, playing phenomenally, his team's not doing the best, but when we're talking about individual players, Luca is a top six player in the league for sure, if not higher. Like I said, this is our individual uh, opinions. And I just think Luca cannot go anywhere lower.
1: So than this. we're in the top five now. Um, at number five, I've got Steph Curry. He's been absolutely amazing. He's also in the MVP conversation. You could say that about a lot of guys this year. I feel like, but he's been really good. It's really, it's really cool just to see how his championship pedigree and how his style of play is so unselfish and it's team first, and how it just affects all the other guys. I mean, Wiggins has looked great this year. Um, and he's – Steph's just been balling out. Uh, yeah. I've got him at number five.
0: At number five, I have Giannis. Um, he's just – his free throws are getting a little bit better and better every game. The other night, he yesterday against Suns, he uh, went 17 of 21 from the free throw line, which is great, uh, considering a couple weeks ago he went like two of 14, and I'm just glad to see him start trying to make progress on that part of his game. It definitely would have helped if, you know, he made those couple extra ones because they lost by two points off of his pull-up mid-range jump shot. If he developed a, a jump shot, he he's definitely a top player, top three for sure. I just think um, in a year or two, he's going to have that three-pointer at mid-range developed really well. And I think he's just going to be a serious threat for the league. Like, Him winning these two MVPs now, I think he's going to do what LeBron did, take a year off, and then just get back at it um, when it comes to winning those MVPs. Um, Just because that man is incredible. So I have Giannis at
1: four. Um, I really thought long and hard about putting Steph above him, and I actually think that I'm going to. So I'm going to go with Giannis at five and Steph at four. Um, Giannis has been great this year as far as stats go, but to me, he looks a little off as far. And what I mean by that is like, when you talk about the top five players of the league, you got to be really nitpicky and it's like splitting hairs. And so I don't know, I think, but I think we've talked about it before is that, you know, we know what the Bucks can do in the regular season. And I think they know too. And I think you might start to see Giannis like not coast necessarily, but like, you know, prepare for the playoffs in a way. Um, but yeah, that's my number four. I have Steph at four and Giannis at five.
0: <laughs> and then, before I got Kawhi Leonard, um, two years ago, finals MVP. Um, I think they're going to be a, a real uh, in the playoffs. I think they're not playing anymore. They're playing really good right now as a team. Um, Paul George is starting to look good. Um Kawhi is looking really good. Today in the in the updated MVP ranks for NBA M- uh NBA.com, did he really? Kawhi jumped up to number three. And, he really? yes he did. Yeah. Um and I, I can see why, because he's been playing great. Um he's not dropping these eye number stats, eye popping stats, but um he's still just out there making winning plays, playing amazing defense. And I just think he's that top-tier player in the league for sure.
1: All right, so we're on to the top three. Uh, I've got Kawhi Leonard. You just spoke about him. Um, We're kind of used to seeing that from Kawhi at this point. I think the Clippers are a real threat this year. Like we talked about in the previous episode, I think that their chemistry just looks better this year. Um, And with Kawhi leading the way, he's clearly proven he can be a number one on a championship-winning team. And he's done that on two different teams, and I think that they've got a real shot.
0: Yeah, my number three, I have Steph Curry. I just I'm so glad he's back from injury. Me too. I wish Clay was with him because I think they would definitely be a top three seed if they had Clay Thompson, someone to help him. Right now, it is just Steph and the crew out there. It is literally just Steph Curry carrying that team, um, doing everything he can to, uh, for that team. I know Andrew Wiggins is playing good. Kelly, your base starting to step it up a little bit. Draymond's getting um ten assists every game now for the, through the last like five or six games. Um he's starting to get more help um but from his players. Yeah. But I just think he's definitely a top three at least. I I could put him higher, you could put a lower, I'm just but I think realistically he's top three.
1: It's not the same without Clay. I really I was really disappointed when he got hurt. Um so we're on to the top two, and it sounds like we've got the same top two. Don't know what your order is, but at two, I've got KD. Um, I've always said I've been consistent even while he was hurt, saying that if, if we're assuming full health and Durant is still Durant, he's number two. And you could have made a case a couple years ago that he was number one when the Lakers missed the playoffs and Durant's last year in Golden State before he got hurt when he went absolutely bonkers. Um, he's looked really good this year. Um, you know, he's averaging about thirty a game, and I just i've I've been really pleased to see what he's been able to do coming off that huge injury. But I've got KD at two.
0: Um, yeah, I have Kevin Durant number two as well. Um, his defense is kind of it is a little bit com- this especially year, especially
1: compared to when he was um, on the Warriors. Yeah, but um, hold on,
0: I'm trying to look. Am I, am I blind? I'm looking at points per game, and I don't even see Kevin Durant at all. Is because of injury or something? Because I know he's averaging at least like 30. He's not even on this list, unless I'm blind. But, yeah, Kevin Durant's definitely number two. Um, he's obviously not number one. We all know who number one is. Uh, my MVP pick this week, oh, 100%. for sure, but um, he's, um, he's just such a talented player. He can give you a bucket anytime he wants. He can be a really good defender. There's been talks in the previous years about how he could have made an all-defensive team. Um, I remember one game in the playoffs against like the Pelicans or something like that, whenever they made it to the second round, that man had like eight blocks from the oh, game yeah. That He was just doing what it's to win. Um, he's a great all-around player. Definitely deserves to be in that number two. A spot. couple of years
1: ago, um, I th- I don't think he led the league in blocks, but he was like top three. Um, yeah, he did. He was also. That's I think year, he's a sure. good defender, and um, I really do. But I also think that Golden State's system benefited him on that side of the court, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad defender by any stretch, but he was in running for defensive player of the year that year. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, number one, sounds like we've both got LeBron. He's the best player in the league. I think he has a chance to win the MVP again this year, a real chance. And I, he's my pick this week as well. Um, the fact that he's doing what he's doing without Anthony Davis shows how great he is and how he can make – just how good he makes the people he plays with look – um, he's my number one, and he's yours too.
0: Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's number one. Just amazing player. I can't believe he's still doing this at thirty six. Um. Nowadays, in sports, it's just showing age is just a number. <laughs> like everywhere around, everything is just age is just a number. Don't doubt a player just because of his age nowadays. Because we just seen Tom Brady at forty three win a Super Bowl. Let's see if LeBron can be playing basketball at 43, winning MVPs and uh, finals MVPs. Because I definitely think he should win MVP this year. Um, The way he's been playing, he's not dropping eye-popping numbers like everyone else. He's 13th in the league in scoring with 25 and a half a game. But he's also putting up his, like, almost 8-8 and in both other categories. And he's just Um, winning. Yeah, he's just winning every bit of games he can. (laughs) And... even without Anthony Davis because that team without Anthony Davis is very questionable, but he's just doing all he can right now to win games for that team.
1: Yeah, I think that you could have made a real argument that LeBron should have won it last year, but. Yeah, you could have. Um, yeah, I, I hope he wins it, obviously. That's my favorite player ever. I'm a Cavs fan, but, yeah, I still think that, you know, age is just a number, and I think I think he's undisputed. He's the undisputed best player in the league. I don't think you
0: can make an argument for anybody else right now yeah for sure all right guys well thank you for tuning in for this week's let's talk Hoop podcast um anybody that's listening hit me and Nathan up uh I guarantee you have our socials or something give us some good ideas to talk about in next week episode um uh well you, sh- you should probably list- look for that around Wednesday or Thursday as well next week um if not sooner but thank you guys for listening. Uh, make it, if you got anything to say, so I'm
1: going to link our personal social medias as well as our podcast, social media in the description. Um, you know, we really want this to continue to grow and your all's feedback will help us do that. And you got to start somewhere. So I will have all that in the description, but yeah, that's all I've got.
0: All right, man. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, We've had, we always have great times just sitting here talking hoops. Um, and we can't wait to talk to you guys next week. All right. Guys. See ya.